How's it going, guys? It's Jayton back again on the Thermo Diet Podcast, and today I want to go over some jump start tips or some quick tips to get you started on Thermo uh, during this new year. And so um, I just kind of want to go through the basics and maybe through even uh, some of the tips that are on the roadmap if you don't have the course yet to kind of um, give you just a little bit of clarity um, whenever you're looking to do the Thermo Diet here in the new year. And so um, I just uh, let's go through the different kinds of macronutrients that we can uh, utilize and different kinds of sources that we can use to get those um, macronutrients. So for protein, um, grass-fed beef is also is probably going to be the best source of protein that you can get simply because um, it's free of any kind of antibiotics or hormones that are in conventional beef. Um, and red meat is typically going to be a lot more nutrient-dense. And for most people, it's going to be a lot easier to digest. But then you can also use things like shellfish, um, things like shrimp, oysters, lobster, crab, things like that. Um, and all of these are going to be very uh, rich in different kinds of trace minerals and things like that that are going to allow you to um, basically fuel your body in a way that is going to promote energy, which is the goal of the thermo diet. It's to promote energy and allow for hormonal balance to occur and to alleviate micronutrient deficiencies. Um, and so, uh, some other protein sources could be dairy. You know, you have your, um, especially lower fat dairy. So whenever you have like low fat cottage cheese or low fat milk or, um, just low fat cheese in general, it's going to be very high in protein. It's also going to be very high in calcium, which is another uh, key component of having a high metabolism because uh, calcium is very beneficial for not only bone health, but for overall thyroid health and, um, you know, uh, steroid metabolism. And so if we don't have enough calcium in the diet, we're going to begin to leach it from the bones. And then that's what actually leads to uh, peripheral uh buildup of calcium and calcification of the tissues is because our body uh, increases what is known as parathyroid hormone and then that increase in parathyroid hormones begins to leach calcium from the bones depositing it in the blood and allowing for different kinds of tissues to become calcified so we need to make sure that we have enough calcium in the diet to downregulate parathyroid hormone and um, stop that leaching of calcium from the bones um, let's see some other protein sources, probably the most metabolic, um, pro metabolic, uh, protein source would be a good source of bone broth, uh, or gelatin or collagen. Those are going to be extremely beneficial, especially for your joints, your hair, your skin, your nails, and, uh, glycine, which is one of the most abundant, um, amino acids in those specific proteins, uh, are going to be very beneficial for thyroid health because it acts as a potent um, anti-inflammatory. It also acts as an inhibitory neurotransmitter, so it's going to slow down the firing rate of the neurons and allow for you to relax at the end of the day, allow you to fall asleep faster and get um, into that state of um, REM sleep, rapid eye movement sleep, a lot quicker so you can um, come out of that night of rest um, a lot more refreshed. And so those are probably going to be the most important amino acids. And then, um, you know, usually you don't want those to take up about uh, more than a third of your protein intake and then allow the rest of your protein intake to come from things like grass-fed beef, different kinds of shellfish, oysters, eggs are an extremely beneficial one. And then, you know, if you're more on the plant-based side, then you also have potatoes. Potatoes are probably going to be uh, your best 
source of protein along with a good source of mushrooms. Uh, organic mushrooms are going to be very good uh, for the essential amino acids. And then, um, you know, in the potatoes, you also have different kinds of keto acids that are going to allow for um, ammonia to be flushed out from the body and allow your uh, digestive tract uh, to kind of be healed in a lot of cases, especially whenever you combine that with a good gelatin source. Of course, if you're uh, plant-based, then you're not going to have that gelatin, so you're going to have to find it from uh, a different um, source, if you will. Um, but yeah, so those are the uh, main aspects of protein, just making sure that they're easy to digest, um, making sure that they're very nutrient-rich, and making sure that they come from a good source. A good, clean, ethical source is very important to make sure that you get uh, a meat that is not contaminated. And then we have uh, the carbohydrate sources. So things like, um, you know, potatoes are also going to be an extremely uh, beneficial source and probably one of the most uh, pro-metabolic sources of carbohydrates whenever it comes to the thermo diet, as well as things like white rice. So you have like jasmine rice, basmati rice, things of that nature. And then uh, fruits are going to be Probably uh, for a lot of people, they make up all of the carbohydrate source in the diet. Um, so fructose actually is insulin independent. So it doesn't need insulin um, to actually enter into the cell. So uh, it doesn't have to raise insulin to enter into the cell unless you are very insulin resistant. And then it's going to cause some problems because there's too many free fatty acids in the blood. And whenever you have too many free fatty acids in the blood, there's this cycle known as the Randall cycle, which is simply the competition of free fatty acids for glucose uh, to get into the cell to be utilized as energy. Um, but saying that, if you take in fructose, you don't need insulin to raise to get rid of those fatty acids to get into the cell. And so, um, you know, utilizing fructose from especially citrus fruit. So citrus fruit like pineapple, uh, oranges, watermelon is also a very good one. A lot of these like... Um, you know, um, warm nature fruits is another way to look at it. So things that are going to be more of the tropical nature are going to be very beneficial. Um, and then things like honey, uh, maple syrup are also going to be pretty good. And then, uh, in a lot of cases, if you get, if you can get a good organic, um, uh, sourdough bread, that's also going to be another source that you can use for like burgers. Um, you can use for, uh, different kinds of toasts like avocado toast in the morning or things like that. Um, so those are going to be basically like the overview of the carbohydrate sources in the thermo diet. And then you have the fat sources. Um, most of the fat sources you want to steer towards the saturated variety because the saturated fat molecule is actually a lot more flexible and it's a lot more protective of the body rather, um, whenever you utilize the omega fat, so omega three and omega six specifically, um, which there's kind of a misconception here because the omegas are not actually uh, essential fatty acids. Our body actually has the ability to produce um, omega-9, which is also known as mean acid. Um, and so those polyunsaturated fats aren't necessary at all for an optimal uh, functioning individual because our body has the ability to produce meat acid. And they've actually shown that the higher amount of meat acid that there is in the body, the higher the metabolic rate tends to be. And so um, eliminating the omega-3 and omega-6s from the diet is going to be uh, probably one of the biggest uh, levers in the thermo diet that are going to allow you to take a step towards more optimal health. And so 
Um, some of the saturated fat sources that you can utilize are coconut oil is a very good one and it's also a medium chain triglyceride so it's going to be uh, utilized as fuel a lot more easily and taken up into the system and it's actually very protective of the thyroid as well and then you have things like butter ghee dark chocolate um, you know uh, a good raw whole milk is very good saturated fat source um, let's see things like uh you know, avocado oil is a good one. It stays more on the uh, monounsaturated fat side of things. So it's not as protective as a saturated fat diet. So um, you kind of want to, uh, you know, touch base with that one every once in a while. And um, But those are going to be m making up most of your uh, fat sources. Um, and so those are really the macronutrients that you want to look for. And then whenever it comes to uh, sleep, you want to make sure that you're getting anywhere from, you know, at least seven and a half. At the very least, I would try and shoot for a seven and a half period. Uh, even if you're not asleep for that amount of time, simply just laying in bed and allowing your body to rest is going to be extremely effective in the healing process. Um, and so anywhere from seven and a half hours to about nine and a half to 10 hours is going to be ideal for allowing your body to heal and allowing a lot of these different different kinds of detox processes to happen in the body. And so you're going to um, be allowing the brain to kind of reset uh, really effectively. And then whenever it comes to training, um, usually you can train up to five days a week, even seven days a week if you want, but I would not do intense training and I would not do um, very stressful training if you're going to train that uh, that many times a week. Um, usually we recommend anywhere from two to four times a week, especially if you're going to do intense resistance training. So we don't recommend endurance training because it actually makes the metabolism more efficient. And so whenever the metabolism is more efficient, basically what it is, is it's more um, tight with the energy, like it uses it um, more efficiently. So it's going to be very direct with what that energy is being used for. Instead, we want a wasteful metabolism. So that means that we're producing so much energy that our body doesn't have anything else to do but give that energy off as heat. And then that's whenever our metabolic rate begins to uh, basically uh, level up in a sense. And so um, whenever you're doing endurance training, you're actually going to make the metabolism more efficient, which is the opposite of what you want. So doing a good um, resistance training regimen uh, throughout the year, especially whenever you're on thermo, is going to be the most effective approach. Things that are centered around um, compound exercises and things that are focused on progressive overload over time is actually going to allow uh, for the most optimal results. Um, and then I think from there, you know, utilizing meditation for the psychological aspect and uh, reading in a nice warm environment um, is going to be very effective for the psychological aspect and kind of, um, you know, calming down the mind in a lot of cases when, because um, a lot of people, they can do everything right whenever it comes to the physical aspect of things and the diet aspect of things. But if their psychology is not in line with their physiology, um, then they're going to kind of have this disconnect that isn't going to allow for the um, stress hormones to downregulate properly. And then uh, this dysregulation of stress hormones is going to uh, basically keep you in a catabolic state and you're not going to be able to heal properly. So focusing on that psychological aspect, using uh, different types of meditation, different 
um, activities like walking. Um, I know Chris is really into getting 10,000 steps a day and just kind of clearing your mind and using that as kind of um, a mindfulness practice is really effective. Um, and then uh, red light is also another very effective thing and getting sunlight. So sunlight is very important for many different processes in the human body. Um, and it actually helps regulate our circadian rhythm. So if you can get uh, a good dose of sunlight before, um, usually noon is the best time to get about anywhere from 30 minutes to two hours of sunlight, um, then that's going to be very beneficial for allowing the circadian rhythm to be aligned. So your um, sleeping and your waking cycle to be aligned. And then it's also going to allow for proper hormonal processes to take place in the body, um, vitamin D synthesis to take place and things like that. And then um, utilizing red light on key glands. So utilizing red light on the testes and the thyroid. Um, and in some cases, even over the ovaries have shown to have uh, tremendous results because uh, red light actually increases the energy production within the cell. So it actually enhances um, the uh, productivity of the mitochondria to allow for more ATP to be produced. Um, and allow for more uh, microcirculation and nutrient delivery to those key areas. So if you ha if you have um, arthritis, it's actually very good for arthritis and very effective at alleviating a lot of those inflammatory uh, signals that are in that area. And then also if you have like an aching joint or some kind of ailment, like you pulled a muscle or something like that, utilizing red light therapy on that area is also going to be another effective tool um, whenever you're going through your thermo journey. And so those are probably the biggest tips that I can uh, give whenever it comes to uh, starting the thermo diet, um, making sure that you eliminate polyunsaturated fats, making sure that you get in good quality protein sources, making sure that you have good quality carbohydrate sources and a good quality fat source. Typically, uh, what we like to do is like a 50, 25, 25 uh, macronutrient ratio. So about 50% carbs, 25% protein, 25% fats. And for some people that's going to change. It varies. You know, some people go as low as 35% um, carbs, 30% protein, and then they put the rest towards fat because that's just how um, their foods tend to uh, be most satiating to them in a lot of cases. And some people will go even higher in carbohydrates all the way up to 60% and take away some of the fats and some of the protein to allow for those carbohydrates, uh, to fuel their body. And so, um, and then on top of that, utilizing meditation to allow for the, um, psychology to match the physiology whenever you're on this journey and utilizing, um, red light therapy and sunlight to allow your body to heal. And then getting enough sleep is going to be crucial. Good quality sleep is going to be very crucial for the overall health of the individual. So that's all I got today. Thanks for watching this one. And I hope you have a great year this year. Have a good one.